0: Hi, I'm Jared Burns, and you're listening to Stump the Preacher, a podcast where we explore how Christianity and the Bible intersect with our deepest questions and our daily lives. In each episode, I address a submitted question to help you find Bible-based, Christ-centered answers to what's on your mind. I don't claim to have all the answers, but I love helping you search for them. So join me today as we research another question. Well, I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of Stump the Preacher. I'm your host, Jared Burns, and today we'll be tackling another question about our Christian life, and this one was sent to us a while back through the website, and I've been wanting to provide an answer to it. The, the question is, how do I know if God is calling me into ministry? Now, this is a question I've been asked a few times. This is a question that I have asked other people myself. And a lot of times when this question is asked, people are asking about a call to a particular vocational ministry. How do I know if God's calling me to be a pastor or a youth pastor or a missionary? Something of that nature. And uh, that's usually what people have in mind. And I'll, I'll keep that in mind as I answer. But I want to try to give you some answers today that I think may be helpful, regardless of the ministry you're talking about, regardless of the ministry that you're looking at. Because what we have to realize is that every Christian, every single Christian, every believer in Jesus Christ is called into ministry, every one of us. So the question isn't really about whether or not you're called, it's about what ministry you're called to. And I think that's a healthier way to look at it. We need to we need to stop asking ourselves, am I called into ministry? And we need to rephrase that and ask God what ministry he's called us into. Because as I said, every believer is called to do ministry it's it's part of our it's part of our Christian life to do ministry and uh, my dad is a great example of this he has told me how as a teenager at Falls Creek, which if you're not familiar with Oklahoma it's the big Southern Baptist camp here in Oklahoma he talks about having gone to Falls Creek as a teenager and surrendering to ministry, but he couldn't figure out what it was God wanted him to do because he knew. He wasn't called to pastor. He knew he wasn't called to be a youth minister. He knew he wasn't called to be a music minister. He knew he wasn't called to be a missionary uh, to another country. And he said that was about all the options there were. And so here he surrendered to this call of God to be in ministry, and there don't seem to be any doors that God's opening. And he said it confused him for a lot of years until he realized that his, his chosen career, which is in banking, he said, I realized that my ministry is in the banking world. And I think that's a healthy way to look at it. You may never be in a full-time church position, but if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're in ministry. So if you're wrestling with this, instead of dealing with the question as whether or not you're called into ministry, just assume that as a Christian, you are called into ministry. It's what the Bible tells us. And start asking God what ministry he's called you into. And, and also understand too that the specifics of a calling can change over time. Now, sometimes we don't like that change and so we'll resist it and we'll say, well, I can't do this particular thing because that's not what God's called me to do. He's called me to do something else over here. But we have to remember that God is well within his rights to reassign us. And it happens all the time. You know, he can call you from one job to another and he may very well do that in ministry. He may call you, he may call somebody from a full-time pastorate to do what we call marketplace ministry, where they go work out in a secular field and, uh, and serve as a missionary in that, in that field. He may call you between jobs in a market ministry. You know, maybe you're selling cars and God called you to go teach school and minister in that way. Uh, he can do that. He can do that even within vocational ministries. I know he's moved me around. Numerous times, I started out just as a supply preacher, and then God called me to pastor a church, and then after pastoring that church, God called me to a short stint working in church planting, uh, which was a completely different uh, ministry. And then after about a year of that, I, I think he just sent me there to get something off the ground, and he called me back into pastoring again. So God, God can reassign you at a jo- uh, as far as your job in ministry. Don't think that just because he called you to do something 20 years ago that he can't call you to do something else. Now, if he called you to a spot, you stay there and you continue to serve him until he gives you further instructions. But don't think just because God called you to do something 20 or 30 years ago that he won't or can't call you to do something different today because he can and sometimes he does. Uh, he, He may even change your location. As I'm recording this, I'm in the middle of a transition myself. I've been serving for close to five years as the the pastor at Trinity Baptist Church in Seminole, and I've recently accepted the call to be the pastor at Central Baptist Church in Lawton, Oklahoma. And so my family and I are in the middle of moving not only churches, but communities, moving to the opposite side of the state uh, where God's called us to, to serve there. So He can change your job. He can change your location. When you're looking at things from a ministry standpoint, just understand that He's called you into ministry if you're a believer, and He can change what that looks like at any point. He can reassign you. The specifics of that that calling can change over time, because ultimately, it's not about us doing a particular thing. It's about us being where God wants us. So now to get back to the question, then, how do I know if God is calling me? How do I know? how God is calling me, how do I know where God is calling me, you know, what He's wanting me to do. I hate to sound like I'm copping out of this, but I, I'll tell you up front, there's no hard and fast answer. I can't give you a list of boxes to check and say if you figure all of this out, then your answer will just magically appear. God doesn't work as a as a magic eight ball. But still there there are some things that we can do, uh, some things that are helpful, whether you're wrestling with a call to a vocational ministry in a church context, whether you're uh, wrestling with God moving you to a different place of ministry, whether you're wrestling with just what is it God wants you to do as you serve Him, I think some of these may uh, may be helpful to you. First of all, I would tell you always listen to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, and usually I qualify that by saying listen to the leadership of the Holy Spirit in tandem with God's Word. Okay, listen to the Holy Spirit. And in particular, listen to what the Holy Spirit impresses on you through the Bible. Because God has told us in His Word, Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit came, the Spirit of truth, He said, He would guide us into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. So as we listen to the Holy Spirit, we know that He will guide us. We know that He will point us in the right direction. We know that He will show us what God wants us to do when it's time, but at the same time, I have heard people claim that the Holy Spirit has told them things that I don't believe for a second the Holy Spirit has told them, and the reason why I don't believe that is because it goes against God's Word, and I just have a problem with the idea that God will ever contradict Himself. The same Holy Spirit that inspired the Bible is the same Holy Spirit who lives inside of us, so we want to listen to Him, but we don't want to just listen to every voice, every thought that pops into our head and assume it's the Holy Spirit. We want to listen to the Holy Spirit in conjunction with the scriptures that he has inspired. It's like Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 3.16, that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So if we want to know how to please God, if we want to know what he wants us to do, we listen to what God's word says that word that has been inspired by the Holy Spirit. God will never steer you wrong. Listen to the Holy Spirit as as he speaks to you, as he impresses things upon you, but take that in conjunction with his word. You know, if you got the idea, say that you feel some spiritual compelling to go out and sell drugs so that you can minister to drug addicts, I would say what you're hearing is probably not the Holy Spirit. You might want to go read what God's Word says on the subject. That's where I say, take the two in tandem. Listen to the leadership of the Holy Spirit in tandem with God's Word. And uh, I'll just caution you, the Holy Spirit doesn't necessarily speak to you audibly, but uh, He impresses things on us and points us in the right direction. So how do you know if God is calling you, where God is calling you, what He's calling you to do? First of all, listen to the leadership of the Holy Spirit especially as he speaks through God's word. But second of all, consider how God has been preparing you through your motivations, your experiences, your natural wiring. God can use anybody and God can use anybody to do anything. We have ample evidence of that through the scriptures. Gideon was called to lead an army even though he was the least impressive member of the least impressive family in Israel. Uh, Moses was called to plead the Israelites case before Pharaoh even though he wasn't a, a a great speaker we have ample evidence throughout scripture that God can use anyone despite our attributes and yet we we need to realize God has made us in certain ways for certain purposes if you feel like God's calling you to preach but you are deathly afraid of speaking in front of people i'm not saying God isn't calling you to preach but i'm saying consider carefully whether or not he's calling you to do that. If someone says, I think you're called to children's ministry and you hate children, think long and hard about whether or not God's calling you in that direction. But God uses our our natural attributes and talents. God uses our experiences. God can change the motivations of our hearts. God can do all sorts of things to prepare us. And as we sense a call to ministry, I think we can usually look back and see that God was using circumstances to prepare us all along. So consider how God might have been preparing you, and how does that line up with with what you're feeling led about. And third of all, I'd say consult with trusted, godly voices around you. Uh, Friends, family members, people that you know are themselves listening to God, are studying His Word, are praying about uh, the things in their lives. Listen to them. Seek their seek their counsel, seek their advice. Okay, Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. I'm not saying go take a poll of everybody you know. I'm saying go seek out those people that you know. Seek God's will in their own lives. Seek out those people that you know will pray with you about this. Seek out these people that you know are going to give you honest feedback on how they feel like God is leading. One of the reasons I recognized the call to ministry in my own life is that I had people like this who were pouring into me and saying, I see, I see a gift here. You know, I began to notice that, that God was opening up doors for me to speak and for me to preach and lead Bible studies and, and teach. And as I took a few of those opportunities, there were trusted godly voices around me saying, you know, maybe you need to consider that God is calling you into this. And there was some weight behind those words because I knew that these were people who tried to be in tune with what God wanted in their own lives. And so I figured he could use them to speak that into my life as well. So consult with with godly voices around you. Look for their wisdom. And then fourth of all, I'd say don't underestimate the input of the church. When you have a body of mature believers who are seeking to grow spiritually, who are seeking to invest in others to do ministry, that's... A big part of the point of the church is equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. When you've got people like that and they see something in you and they cultivate that in you, that may be an excellent indication that God is calling you in that direction. I've heard stories about men who said, well, I think I'm called to preach. And they got up to preach. And afterwards, the church said, no, I don't think you are. (laughs) I'm, I'm thankful that as a teenager... I had a church family who uh, gave me those opportunities to preach, and even though it was really rough in the beginning, and probably is still today, but it was really rough in the beginning. They still prayed about it, and they saw something there, and they encouraged that. And so we go through through things like licensing and ordination. And I I know some people say, "Well, God called you; you don't need the church." Well, yes, God called you, but His church also plays a role in helping us confirm what God is saying to us. The Church can be enormously helpful in coming alongside us and affirming and confirming what we sense that God is telling us as another voice of wisdom there saying, "Yes, we believe this is god's direction or no, we don't uh, that that collective wisdom can be enormously helpful. so I would say if you're wrestling with a call to ministry or you're wrestling with a call to a particular ministry or a change of ministry, i'd say consult the church where you can, talk to the leaders in your church." Talk to trusted people there. See what input they can give you. Look for opportunities to to try that ministry out and see what God might do. Now, on all of this, it's really hard to give an objective, concrete answer because so much of this depends on where we are in our relationship with God at that time. Um, I always hated, as a teenager, hearing in answer to my question, how do I know if God's calling me to ministry? You know, the answer that I got a lot of times from adults was, well, you'll just know, and I hated that. But now that I'm older and see things from the other side of that, I don't think it's really a cop-out. I think there's a lot of truth in it. You'll you'll know. God will make it clear. So much of this depends on just living out the relationship with God and waiting for Him to confirm it in whatever way He chooses. As He speaks to us, as He speaks to us by His Spirit and through His Word, as He... Uh, lines up circumstances as he puts the the wisdom of godly counsel and the testimony of the church. God can use each of these to speak to us, but it's for us preparing to do what God wants us to do. It's really just about adopting a posture of listening and being willing to submit to him. So if you're still in doubt after all those things, just not to sound cliche, but pray for God to make it clear. He tells us in James 1, 5, and 6, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally. He gives wisdom abundantly and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he says, let him ask in faith with no doubting. So if you're still struggling with this, ask God to make it clearer and believe that he will make it clear, believe that he will open the right doors and he will show you where you're supposed to go. Maybe not in your timing, but in his perfect timing, he'll make it clear to you what he wants you to do. Ultimately, though our service in ministry Whatever that looks like, our service is there to glorify Christ and to point others to Him and the salvation that He offers. And if we will approach all of this with a desire to do just that, if you'll go into this with a mindset of, I just want to glorify Jesus and point others to Him, and I'm willing to do whatever He wants me to do in order to make that happen, then I believe He's going to honor that, and He's going to bless that, and He's going to open the right doors for you to do just that in His timing. So listen for the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Listen for God to speak through his word. Watch for how God lines up circumstances and consider how he's already been doing that. Consult with those around you who have godly wisdom, especially the the collective wisdom of the church. And don't forget to pray about it. And through it all, just be willing to follow wherever he leads. Because ministry, whether you're serving in a church context or out in the marketplace, A life of ministry, a life that's dedicated to to serving others for the glory of Jesus Christ is is probably the greatest adventure you'll ever embark on. That's all the time I have today for Stump the Preacher. I hope that these words have been beneficial to you. If you have a question that you'd like to submit for us to consider for a future podcast, uh, you can visit us online at stumpthepreacherpodcast.com. There's a link right there on that page where you can go to a form that will send us your questions and we'll look through them and we may take the opportunity to answer one of them on the air at a later date. But I appreciate you joining us and we look forward to you being with us next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Stump the Preacher. If you have a question you'd like us to consider for a future episode, Just visit us online at stumpthepreacherpodcast.com and use our contact form to submit it. You can also find more Bible teaching from me on my website, jaredburns.com, or on my other podcast, Rejoicing in Truth, a daily program available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other podcatchers.